0: Hi, everyone. It is season two of the Let It Be podcast. I'm your host, Becky Sigenfus. Join my friends and me as we share conversations about little things, big things, all the things. This is your time. So whatever you have to do, let it go, let it wait, let it be. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of the Let It Be podcast. It is Mother's Day week. It is also the first week of the month of May and this entire month we are going to be honoring moms. And so today I decided to invite three special guests onto the podcast the three ones that actually made me a mom, we're going to be having a conversation with my kids, and I'm going to let you hear from them, what they're up to, things that they are learning so far in this stage of life, and share a little bit of maybe our own family memories. So thanks for joining us, and enjoy my conversation with my kiddos, L, Kate, and Drew. Hey guys, thanks for coming on the podcast. Great to be
1: here. It's great. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> Drew, you're so funny because I think when we recorded with the girls earlier this year and we did that school episode, you were like,
1: why didn't you invite me? Oh yeah.
0: So, I was kind of jealous. So now this is your time to shine. Yeah.
1: And he's the only boy. <laughs> and he's yeah, the only I'm boy. The only boy here. All
0: right. Boys rock. So let's go around the circle. Elle, we'll start with you since you're the oldest. And tell you don't have to tell us your last name. We all know that. But just tell us your name and maybe what birthday you're getting ready to have and then just i don't know something that you like things that you do
2: um so i'm l and i will be turning 17 this saturday so the day before mother's day yay which and, actually
0: the year that i had you you were born the day before mother's day
2: yeah and the next year i'll be on mother's day oh precious oh, a little present for you a
0: little present for me
2: um so i like anything music related um theater i love hanging out with my friends Um, I'm with them like 24 Uh (laughs) seven, um, yeah,
0: y'all her birthday weekend. I'm actually trying to carve out some time that she will spend with her family to (laughs) celebrate her birthday.
2: I actually have time. Like I've called off plans for time. Oh, I know. Thank you. So yeah, anything, just let me know what those are. (laughs) Okay. Anything music related, singing would be top. And then, um, with school, I do theater
0: and you've just started doing something new at church.
2: I've been on the worship team, so that's been fun. Yeah,
0: that has been yeah, fun. Yeah,
2: and then I'm doing I'm doing a couple Sundays this summer back in Worship Kids. Yeah, which I did a lot, um, like a year ago or so.
0: Yeah, so fun. Yeah, There's fun. a quote that I shared on Instagram not too long ago that it was someone told me that LeBron James said that he wants to play basketball until his son is old enough so that they can oh, share the, yeah. the court. And the first Sunday that you and Dad were on stage together was just so cool because. It was kind of like the stage of church was our court where you had gotten to, to do that with dad. Yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. And so hopefully, Kate, you'll be following up behind her one day soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Kate, tell us tell us a little bit about you.
3: Hi, um, I'm Kate. I will be turning uh, 15 in about a month or so. Yeah. Not uh, much longer after Elle's birthday. I am. I also love everything about music. I really like to sing and act and I like to tumble.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, And you just recently wrote a song.
3: I did. I did. Is this your second
0: song? Because I feel like you started writing Um, one.
3: Yeah, I started writing one with my music teacher, but then I never finished it.
0: But this one is like full blown. I think we should record it. It's really good. (laughs) It is really good. It is amazing. And I think we need to add a cello to it (laughs) and then record it. And then then I could share it on the podcast. That would be really cool. cool. You could sing it in church. Yeah, that would be fun. That
2: would be awesome. Or maybe the band kid, I guess, because you're know, yeah. 16.
0: But. Well, or she could wait another year. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> All right, so Drew, what's up with you?
1: I'm Drew. I love hanging out with friends. I go to Mason, Intermediate. I play baseball and golf and. Yeah, I play second in baseball, and I like to drive a ball and golf. It's fun.
0: And what else do you do that we try to encourage you to practice more of?
1: Guitar. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get back into practicing. Yes,
0: you do, because you have a gift there, too. So, you guys, um, you're almost all teenagers, which is really, really hard to believe.
2: I bet it's nerve-wracking.
0: A little bit, but I have three teenagers in the house. I know, but I've honestly enjoyed. I really have enjoyed this stage of life as much as I have loved every stage. And I loved the baby stage and I loved the toddler stage. What's really fun about this stage is since you all are older and you've now been doing the things that you love for years, it's really fun to watch you like drew when you were playing t-ball. Not so much fun to watch, especially, <laughs> when, especially those years where the kids actually started pitching. Or
2: you guys would oh, actually yeah. hit the tee and those knock the were yeah. ball. Painful Crazy. baseball
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's really fun because your team is like super good and yeah. watching you like flip a ball from your knees and then they throw it over to first and get a double. That's pretty that's And it's pretty fun cool to know so like
2: the kids that play on his team. Yeah. Cause yeah. then you can, cause like he's friends with them. So like when you go to the games, you're like, oh, I know who they are. Yeah. And yeah. they're not little three-year-olds that you've never met before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so you guys, I'm going to brag on you a little bit because I know we're not done raising you yet, but so far you have been amazing kids that have chosen to be obedient, to follow in the things that you've learned about Jesus And so far you have chosen him over any other path that a lot of kids your age typically take. Why do you think that is? Who wants to go first?
2: I think that, I think that definitely like all of the other paths that you see your friends taking, it's hard to like not want to go down those paths at the same time, just because especially being a teenager, like the whole FOMO thing, like you don't, I mean, for me, I have major FOMO and I don't like <laughs> missing out on things like, it's no. I think why is like, I book myself all the time is because I don't want to miss out. So like, it's really hard to see other people doing things that you don't really care to do, but you want to do just because it's like that placement and like you want to be in the circle. But I think that once, I mean, especially for me over the past year, I think is when I've really developed my relationship with Jesus and I really started to have a want to know him more. And I'm not saying that like my relationship with him is the best it can ever be. Like it's far from that, but it's there mm-hmm. compared to like the past couple of years when I really just was like kind of going to church because I always grew up and that was normal. Right. And I feel like once you get to that point where it's like a want and not necessarily an obligation, it's so much easier to find people who want the same thing and, like, my group of friends at school, like, I they're all Christians. They go to church every Sunday. There's 15 of them or so. And, like, they've been coming to all church. So it's easier that once you're, like, in that stage of life where you want him to be part of it, to find people who want mm-hmm. him to be part of it. And then to, like, walk the path with them. Because doing it alone is not fun.
0: Yeah. I'm actually going to brag on you a little bit, Elle. Um, because it was a couple of years ago that you were still in our public school system and there are great kids there and there are great kids who love Jesus there. But for you, you had really struggled to kind of find like a broad network of kids that you really fit in and who were making the same decisions or wanting to make the same decisions that you were wanting to make. And so you came to us with a big ask. What was that?
2: Um, I remember I asked, like, I feel like it was Christmas-ish of- mm-hmm. Your freshman year. Freshman year, yeah, like December. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, well, for one- But what what, what did you ask of us? Going, oh, I thought you wanted me to explain. I oh, asked
0: yeah. to switch schools. Yeah, and then go ahead and explain it.
2: Um, So I came to you guys in December. I didn't really know where I wanted to go. Because I hated CHCA when I shouted like in sixth grade. I did not want to go at all. Sorry, CHCA. Teachers. No, I think it was just the uniforms. <laughs> I really think it was the uniforms. But um and then I came to you guys freshman year. I think it was just really hard to be in a public school. The first year of high school, just because everybody goes through friend stuff. And I get that. That's that's every school. That's public, private. Decisions are being made. And, like, groups are forming. And people are losing friends. And you're getting new friends. Mm -hmm. And it's just hard. And, like, I don't know. I just kind of was, like, ready to be done with Mason. I mean, I've been there. That's, like, the school that I've been at most of my life. Mm -hmm. And... um. I don't know. I just felt felt like I wasn't really tied down, and I knew that you guys had loved CHA when we visited, and Drew and Kate had, and I was like, maybe I could bring that up with you guys, and then I did. And at first, I don't think you guys were like, "Oh yes, let's send you to CHA." But
0: the thing I love about that is that you recognized that you were in a situation where you needed to make a change and wanted to make a change in order to go down a path that would honor. God and would honor us and honestly would honor yourself. Mm. And you probably didn't realize it at that time. What a great life lesson that is that mm. if you see yourself in, in a way of life that is not going to lead you to good things to make a change. And it can't always be something drastic like that where, you know, yeah. you can change and schools it can't always or, be that easy. And, and it can't always be that easy. Um, but what I believe is that God put that desire on your heart and then he provided a way yeah. to make that happen. It so. honestly
2: came out of nowhere too. Like, yeah. I don't know why it was cause I didn't know anybody that had even gone there besides yeah. um, my childhood friend, Elise, and we weren't even in the same grade.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I don't, I don't know where it came from. I'm glad it came, but yeah.
0: But I love that. I love that you did that. Yeah. All right, Kate. <laughs> that was, a, <laughs> we had a long conversation <laughs> and I'm actually trying to think about it too. What did I just ask you El? that we went down that path? Um, I said, <laughs> I don't know.
2: I remember you just asked why what I would asked you and why, but I don't remember. I feel like I need to
0: rewind. Wasn't well, it
1: about like choosing different pets?
0: Oh yeah. Kids? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Drew. It, <laughs> it was See, like I knew why we invited you. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was like why is it easy for you to go? <laughs> yes. Yes. Whatever, thank you. So
0: others. Kate, so for you, same thing. Like you're now fin- wrapping up year one of high school. So how have you? been able so far to make the choices you've made?
3: Well, I definitely think that there are some temptations, but I think every single teen will go through those temptations and kind of like what Elle said, like FOMO, fear of missing out. Like you can see all of my friends are really good friends. Like they're all Christians, but you can see like other kids at your school, like doing things that you feel like as if you're missing out on. Mm -hmm. So I think that that has been a struggle for me and maybe for a lot of kids in high school, especially freshman year, just wanting to fit in. Mm -hmm. But I think that knowing that I have a place in God's kingdom kind of encourages me to keep, like, keep sharing his word and believing in him. Hmm. I love that. That's a good answer.
0: Thank you. All right, Drew, you're only, you're not as many years in as your sisters. (laughs) But what's been, what's been your...
1: I feel like this past couple of months... I've been getting, like, more and more understand understanding of the religion and my, faith. Yes, my beliefs and mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was Good Friday. I've never really gotten emotional from mm. services, and I started downright bawling after the service to my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was just like, it was because it was when Jesus was hooked up on the cross and was get, was being treated like dirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That just made me really emotional. Mm
0: -hmm. So you, you mentioned dad, um, every, most people who listen to this know that your dad is a pastor. So with that comes a lot of great things. It also comes, uh, some challenges also come with it. So what is one of your favorite things you guys about like growing up in the ministry?
2: Um, I think that my favorite thing is, um, probably just having, and I know that Drew's going to mention this when I'm going to piggyback off of it, <laughs> okay. but having, um, uh, like just having my dad be able to answer or give me a basis of questions that I have just because obviously he doesn't know all the answers like if we knew all the answers there would be no mystery to God which is like his whole point mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think that's really nice and I honestly love like I loved it since I was young like I feel like I know everybody at church and mm-hmm. I think that's so fun it's like I like I don't know I just I love being able to walk in and like think of it as like my second home like as a community mm. just because I've grown up in every church I've been to I feel like I've known so many people mm-hmm. because obviously like they know my parents <laughs> but it's just I love it and like yeah, it's a second it's, family yeah it's like a second family it's like a community what
0: about you Drew I think
1: we really get connected with different people more like you get closer to different people that make better choices than others mm. and I My dad, he's like the golf pro that (laughs) educates you, like the coach, or like a baseball pro and educates you. He's like right there. And you get to live with him. Yeah, and it's great. It's so much fun.
0: I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Kate.
1: I
3: think a big positive of growing up in a Christian home, especially like with having a dad who's a pastor, is having the opportunity to be Christian and like, Believe in God and have a relationship with Him than other kids because a lot of people around the world don't have that opportunity to really get to know God. And I think that it's just a big positive of having a dad as a pastor, kind of like what L. Andrew said, like he can just answer all your questions about God and your faith.
0: If he were here, he'd be like beaming right now listening to you guys say that. But star I do eyes. know what did you say? I said star
2: eyes, star <laughs> eyes.
0: Yeah, but I do know also that it comes with challenges. Do you all ever feel like you have to live a certain way or behave a certain way? Um,
3: I definitely think that there's this pressure from all these people around you, like especially at school, because my dad is a pastor, they probably Mm -hmm. expect me to be perfect Mm -hmm. and never make a bad decision or never sin, which isn't true because no one is perfect and all of us are sinners. And that extra pressure kind of is like a weight on my shoulders because I will try to be the best that I can be, but I know that I can't accomplish that because it's just not humanly possible
2: thing to do. Right. Yeah, I think that, I feel like there are so many like pros that outweigh not even the cons, but like the hard, challenges in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I think that for sure it does kind of feel like a lot of eyes are on you and they are, and that's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but like even, I mean, with people not at the church and like people just knowing that my dad's a pastor. Yeah. I feel like anytime, like even the smallest slip up comes up, it's like, Oh, like she's the pastor's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, That's just annoying is like having that it's not annoying to have that label, but like for that label It's a label. It's a label, yeah. It's a label to be like the pastor's daughter. It's it's a label and it's hard because people I feel like some can have high standards for you. And you just obviously, like Kate said, you cannot live those out because You're still human. I'm I'm exactly like any other kid that doesn't have a dad as a pastor. I just have a dad who's a leader in a church, which is awesome. It's just like but I'm not any different from anybody else. Right. Like, I'm not different from the next kid that has a better relationship with God than I do and has, like, a parent that just has a normal job. Yeah.
0: I. Th- oh, did you want to say something, Drew? Yeah.
1: Going off of L, I really do think, like, it's, it's better than worse. Like, it's better to be the son of the pastor than just not being a son of a pastor, I think. There's a lot of pros to it, like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just...
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. And I will say that I do believe that at our church, the everyone there loves you all so much.
1: I agree. Yeah. And
0: they would, I know that you can probably feel that pressure, but I bet a lot of that pressure is comes like externally and not mm-hmm. necessarily from anyone within the church because, um, I mean, they, they talk to us. They see how you guys are living and they love you. They just truly, yeah. truly love you. Yeah, we love them. and um, But I am glad that you like the home that God put you in. I mean, you don't have another option, but <laughs> nope. I, I am glad that you like where you are. Um, so tell me this, speaking of that, do you guys feel that God has given you a specific calling? I'm not saying like name what it is, but do you think that in teenagers' lives that God can use you in a way that maybe he'll... he'll not use you when you're an adult.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So what would that, like, what would examples be?
2: I think that as teenagers, I mean, I think that if teenagers are out about their faith and like their faith is strong, I feel like that can be one, such a big impact on teenagers themselves, but even adults, like I feel like if adults see a 17-year-old or a 15-year-old or like a 19-year-old and they have this, Insane relationship with Jesus and like that's they have a Christ centered life. I feel like if adults see that, that honestly pushes them even more because they're like, if a teenager can handle that, like I can handle that. Yeah. And I think that that's so cool because it's obviously hard for everyone. Like it's not an easy yeah thing. Like it's not easy to have a Christ centered life because a lot of hardships come from that. But for a teenager to have that and adults see that, I think would make a major impact on them and like have them kind of rethink like if they can handle it, so can I.
0: Yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. It's like that whole thing with like God will never give you more than you can handle.
0: Yeah, you want to say something, Drew?
2: I feel like God.
1: It there's a verse, and my mom will probably you make want me to pull it. it up. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was going to bring it up anyway. So there's a verse in First Timothy four twelve that says, "Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love." in faith, and in purity. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah. Okay, what do you want to say about it?
1: So that's one of my favorite verses, personally, because I'm just younger, and I think God really wants us to grow spiritually in our faith. And that's why, like, don't let anyone look down on you because you were young, and I think he, like, you still have room to grow Mm -hmm. in your spiritual faith.
0: Yeah, the other thing I love about this verse is that it's saying... Just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't be an example. I think a lot of times, especially in this culture that we live in now, teenagers are almost given a pass like, oh, it is what it is. You are who you are because you're a teenager. You'll outgrow it. You'll eventually grow into your own whatever. Yeah. But this verse is saying, no, no, you, you guys are young. And because you're young, people watch you people watch the younger generation. They watch to see what's coming up. They watch to see the good things. They watch to see the bad things. And here in first Timothy, it's saying you can be an example. You can be an example in the way that you talk, in the way that you act, in the way that you love one another, in the way that you believe and have faith, and in the way that you guard your purity in your thoughts, in your minds, Mm -hmm. in your actions. So, you guys can have a very significant role and you should have a very significant role during these teenage years.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I would definitely say that like, to me that verse means like, kind of like what you said Mm -hmm. uh, that just because I'm younger than an adult doesn't mean that I can make an impact. That doesn't mean that I can't make an impact Mm -hmm. on my generation. And I definitely feel like not only like not only if an adult sees how you shine with your faith like throughout, but like it can also like your friends and your peers can see that as well. It's not like only like your adult, like the adults focus on you, if that makes any sense, but like your friends can see how you act uh, around you and like like, invite them to your church and, like, like just, like, share the gospel around them, mm-hmm. I guess. And, like, maybe they can, like, want to be more like you and, like, they may want a relationship like you do with uh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. There was that, th- I remember, Drew, one time when, um, do you remember when we used to have your planners and we had, the, the parents had to sign them and the teachers had to check them, like, every week?
1: Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I think it was two years ago. It wouldn't have been last year because we weren't signing planners this time of the school year. But um, I remember one of your teachers writing at the bottom of yours, thanks, thanks, Drew, for being who you are. Keep shining your light. And I love that because your teacher was seeing something different in you. And the fact that she even used the word light, that's something that comes from within. And whether she saw it, recognized it, knew it, that that was because the Holy Spirit is in you, I don't know but I love that she pointed out that there's there's something different and when you have the holy spirit within you there should be something different about your life that other people see even if they don't know what it is
1: yeah that was that was like a really that was like a really like I don't know how to explain it but I've memorized that for a long time
0: mhm yeah just- well I mean when people speak into young the younger generation it's something that you do typically remember, and a lot of times when adults see something and call it out, so this is a challenge to adults as well, but when adults see something in kids and call it out, it, it almost empowers kids to step into a gifting or a character trait that yeah. they may not even see in themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what, tell me, tell me about like some of the influences on your life. Like what is probably the most influential part of your life?
1: Definitely my dad. Oh, your dad. Okay. Yeah, definitely my dad. He just has, I mean, it a- is
0: mother's day, but what else?
1: <laughs> Shade. It's Rome. like both. It's like both. It's just. He's trying
0: to get dad rid of has like <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Talk about okay. your dad. Go ahead. My
1: dad has all these character traits that like, I just want to be like him. He's so, I love my dad so much. Oh, well, good. He, good. He, he's brave, strong, Um, courageous. Handsome. That'd be weird (laughs) if I said that. But yeah, he's just amazing. Happy
2: Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You love your mom?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love my mom too. Your cheeks are really red. (laughs) (laughs) I think that... What about uh, friends? I was... Are you asking me or your Whomever. No, whomever. You girls. I think
2: that... mm, Okay, so influences if we're talking people I think that my friends definitely have a major part on that and my young life leaders for sure Mm -hmm. um but in my third bay leaders like I think that those besides like obviously you and dad like because I've grown up with you guys you guys have always been major influences or influencers influence I don't know both on me yeah And I think that just this past year, especially all of my like younger leaders in my life right now. Mm -hmm. So my young life leaders and my third bay leaders have been crazy big influencers. And then my friends, like my friend group this year, it's like a group of people that I, I really didn't talk to last year. So it was like super new and kind of out of nowhere. And it's like become this massive group of just people, like kids that want to know Jesus. And that's so cool to me. And like, I see that every day and I walk into school and it's like, and we hang out on the weekends and like it's, we do Bible studies. Like we'll hang out and we'll do Bible studies. Know, and that's something I, I never that. did. Like we were in Florida a month ago and we woke up for a sunrise Bible study. And like, mm-hmm. that's just, that's so cool to me and that just being friends with people like that make me want to know him more. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that like 16 year olds can do that. People my age can do that to me. Yeah. I love it.
3: I would definitely say that my friends are a big influencer in my life. Um, I have this one friend who is super strong in his faith with and his walk with Jesus Christ. Um, and I think that when I see that, like, I find it so amazing because, I mean, in high school, you don't, it's not that common to see people who are, like, super, super strong in the, with their relationship with Jesus and stuff. So I think that, like, he's a great influencer to me to, like, want to strengthen my faith because I want to be... I want to have a relationship just as strong as he does. And Mm -hmm. I know that I don't have that relationship at the moment, but it encourages me to build that relationship with God.
0: Yeah. I love that too. But what interesting that you guys just pointed out is that who you surround yourself with are the greater influence are the greatest influences in your life. Yeah. So if you surround yourself with amazing people, you're going to constantly have amazing influence in your life. Yeah. On the other hand, if you surround yourself with people who are trying to lead you down a different path or who they themselves are just going down a different path that is going to influence you as, as well. So continue to set that example as first Timothy, we read continue to set that example um, of living that way for those who are around you and then following those who are amazing influences as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You guys have been great. Thanks, Thank for, you. thanks for having this Thank conversation. You. Um, for those of you listening, we literally had zero zero prep for this <laughs> one. Yeah. maybe within <laughs> yeah. the first five That's minutes of coming home from school. <laughs> stutter. What did you you say? didn't stutter.
3: You didn't stutter.
0: Um, but let me ask you this. Tell me, each one of you, since we're coming up on summer, school is almost over, this crazy COVID year of plexiglass and masks is finally coming to an end hallelujah what are you looking forward to this summer
2: um actually today in homeroom me and my friends made a summer bucket list and we have stuff i've never done on there it doesn't like involve, summer reading oh yeah it, act
0: prep it, it doesn't <laughs>
2: involve um skateboarding off the back of a car good thank you <laughs> um, but we have like Cliff jumping on there. That'll be fun at this place called White Rock in Indiana. So yeah, that, I'm I know actually about really excited for that. And I'm just excited. I'm nannying this summer and I love the kids that I nanny. So
0: that'll be I'm fun. I'm that. sure you'll get some, some pool days in.
2: Yes, for sure. I hope so as well
0: as well as summer school.
2: Oh, I do have summer school,
0: but it's with a favorite teacher. It'll be really so. fun
2: because it's my favorite teacher. Yeah.
0: So that'll be fun. All right, Kate, what are you looking for this summer? Um, looking forward I'm to the summer? I'm
3: really excited to hang out with my friends. I recently got a really good group of friends. I, know. I love your friends. <laughs> I love your friends. Yeah, I love them too. <laughs> and I'm just really excited to hang out with them. I know we're probably going to go to the pool a lot, probably Kings Island,
0: mm-hmm. do
3: all the fun things. No masks at Kings Island, so I'm pretty pumped <laughs> You'll about that. will be there that. all summer.
0: <laughs> um, the thing I love about this summer for you Kate because I remember this for you L. everyone is like still too young to work but yet yeah. no one wants to be home
2: Yeah,
3: and
0: it so was, this is like fun. your fun oh, summer yeah, so, so you better make the most of it last summer
2: was so good it's been my favorite summer so far
0: that was the summer going into your junior year
2: oh yeah I guess Kate's was but you, you hung out
0: at Kings Island all the time Oh yeah, it's, that summer before it was like the hot spot yeah. I don't know why but it was that was where everybody well, went because no one can drive so you can get dropped off there for like seven hours and be fine yeah <laughs> It's like a daytime baseball. Oh my gosh, I don't
2: know why we did that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Drew, what are you looking forward to other than a whole lot of baseball? Oh yeah. That's gonna be so much fun.
1: I'm also excited for Florida. We're gonna go on a, yep, little, going vacation. On a little family vacay. And I'm excited to see my friends and hang out a
0: ton. It's gonna be amazing. It's amazing a ton. Yeah. I hope it's gonna be amazing too. Um, well, this is the Let It Be podcast. And so I ask everyone at the end that if you could have one prayer answered, what would it be? And it can be anything. It can be general and large and broad, or it can be something personal that you're praying about for yourself. All right, Drew, you want to start? We'll start with the youngest. Yeah. Okay. I've always, I always
1: pray to God before I go to bed to keep me like growing in my spiritual faith and keep me healthy spiritually. I'm always like, I always pray about and telling him how excited I am to come to heaven. Yeah.
0: I love that. I pray that with you.
2: Elle, you want to go? Yeah. Um, mine would be just, it's, I mean, I know I have a lot of time, but I've had three college visits now, and so it's becoming very real that like senior year is next year, and then yeah. I'm off to college and just all of that, like figuring out where I want to go, what I want to do. Um, just because I have ideas of where I want to go, but I have zero clue what I want to do. So just that within the next year, that stuff settles pretty well, and it's not as stressful as I'm really thinking it's going to be.
0: Yeah, you'll have some clarity where yeah. God wants you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: I would
3: probably just pray for probably just the community around me to, I don't know, I... For a personal prayer, I really want to grow in my faith, kind of like what Drew said. But for a more broad prayer, I would, I mean, yeah, broad prayer, I would probably just say for, honestly, for the world to get to know Jesus, because I think there's not a lot of people out there who do know him. So,
0: there definitely could be more. Yeah. Well, I will tell you what your dad and I pray for you guys all the time we, there's a verse that says there's no greater joy for parents than to see their children walking with the Lord. Yeah. And that is our ultimate prayer. I pray that I know that you guys will come to places in your life where you will face decisions that you'll make mistakes and you'll make choices that uh, may have consequences that may require some repentance. We know that because you are sinners just like I'm a sinner, and that is part of the, the process of growing to be more and more like Jesus. And so my prayer is that when you begin to wander away from God, that he will draw you back to him. And my prayer is that no matter what is ahead, that Jesus remains at the center of your life and becomes more and more real to you. With each and every day. It's my prayer. Let it be. I love that. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I'm glad that you're love my kids. You. <laughs> I'm glad you're my mom. Um, Drew, are you glad I'm your mom or is like yeah. dad just the chance? Dad is at the <laughs> top here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, thanks for making me a mom. I'm happy to celebrate Mother's Day. In honor of the three of you. <laughs> Drew's trying to beat me up right now. <laughs> with his eyes. Yeah, with his eyes. And he's doing a little bit of a
2: pigeon pack, like, ooh.
0: <laughs> well, we couldn't end the podcast any other way. Than <laughs> home sweet home. Home sweet home. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love you all. Love Thanks you. for making me a mom. I I couldn't be prouder than to have you as my own. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. (laughs) (laughs) all right we're out thanks everyone for listening all of you moms who are out there I hope you have the absolute best mother's day if one day you hope to be a mom or maybe you're a spiritual mom to someone um, we celebrate you each and every day thanks so much for hanging with my kiddos and me this week Honestly, I was a little nervous when we started recording. We had not taken any time to do any talking points or have any question prep. So I honestly didn't know what they were going to say. But I don't want you to think that we have perfect children or a perfect home. We face the same things you do. We have the same morning arguments that you do. The same fights about chores and who t- whose turn it is to feed the dogs and take the garbage cans down to the street. But if you are in a real season of challenge right now with your children, let me encourage you with Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope, there is always hope. Be patient in tribulation, it is a season, and be constant in prayer. For all the moms out there, the moms who hope to be, the moms who are soon to be, and the moms who are, I wish you the very best Mother's Day. I hope you feel loved and celebrated and are showered with all of the praises that you deserve. Thanks for joining me on the Let It Be podcast. You can stay up to date with me at Becky Zickenfuss on all social media platforms. See you next week.